0: Welcome to the Whatever Podcast with Mark Deal. Hey, folks, thanks for stopping by to. This special Christmas Eve edition of Whatever with Mark Deal. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we went to see uh, a young friend of ours uh, had a small part in uh, the local community community theater's production of A Christmas Carol. And while watching while watching the play, there were there were several things in it that I had never seen in any of the movies. So I decided. Uh, that I'd go back and read the novella uh, which I would never done so I did that and I decided to watch as many versions of the movie as I, I could in the, the couple of weeks before Christmas and I watched a total well I watched a total of eight movies and listened to one audio presentation uh, so I'm going to talk about the ones that I liked and the ones that I didn't like. So, uh, one interesting thing I saw was that there have been 135 versions of A Christmas Carol made. Uh, so that's, that's quite a, quite a few movies and productions. Uh, so let's start off with my least favorite at number nine. Was the 1938 version starring Reginald Owen? It's one of the first uh, full-length movies uh, made from a Christmas Carol, and I I didn't like it at all. It it strayed way too far uh, from the story, I thought, and uh, I I liked uh, Reginald Owen's portrayal all right, and I liked the look of the movie all right, but it uh yeah i I didn't enjoy it at all i wouldn't recommend it uh oh one of the things that uh uh, i noticed in the in the play that wasn't that i had never seen i never saw the the young children that were you know hiding under uh, the ghost of christmas presents uh robes uh, that represent ignorance and want and one of the other things that I also noticed, uh, in, in all the different movies was uh, the ghost of Christmas present and the ghost of the future, uh, all, you know, look fairly similar and, uh, followed along with the book. but, uh, but there was a big difference in how the ghost of Christmas past was, uh, presented uh, some in some of them it was a a woman some of them it was a man and in uh, which one was that the 1999 version with Patrick Stewart Stewart where Joel Gray portrayed the ghost of Christmas past we weren't sure what he was uh, so that was one of the things I was looking forward to uh, in reading the book to see how uh the ghost of christmas past was presented and after reading the book i can see why uh, the movies have had a hard time uh, with their portrayal uh, the book doesn't refer to the spirit as a, a he or a she it uh, uh, calls it an it and then in the description i'm gonna read you the description from the book uh, it was a strange figure, like a child, yet not so like a child as like an old man. Well, there's a, a, a reference to being a man. Uh, viewed through some supernatural medium, which gave him the appearance of having receded from the view and being diminished to a child's proportions. Its hair, which hung about its neck and down its back, was white as if with age, and yet the face had not a wrinkle in it, and the tenderest bloom was on the skin. The arms were very long and muscular. The hands the same as if holds as as if its hold were of uncommon strength. Its legs and feet, most delicately formed, were like those upper members bare. But the strangest thing about it was that from the crown of its head there sprung a bright, clear jet of light, by which all this was visible, and which was doubtless the occasion of its using, in its duller moments, a great extinguisher for a cap which it now held under its arm. Even this thou when Scrooge looked at it with increasing steadiness was not its strangest quality for as its belt sparkled and glittered now in one part and now in another and what was a light one instant at another time was dark so the figure itself fluctuated in its distinctness being now a thing with one arm now with one leg now with 20 legs now a pair of legs without a head now a head without a body of which dissolving parts, no outline would be visible in the dense gloom wherein they melted away, and in the very wonder of this, it would it, it would be itself again distinct and clear as ever. So, yeah, from that you you can see why they've had trouble settling on what the Ghost of Christmas Past uh, uh, looked like. So, uh, just thought I'd throw that in there. So, at number nine was 1938 one with Reginald Owen didn't like it at all number eight was uh, uh, let's see yeah 2012 version I think it was an Irish version uh, with Vincent Fagan it was it was dark and moody and I liked the looks of it Uh, it was kind of disjointed and uh, yeah I I'm I'm not really sure how to describe it. Uh it was all right. And the overall mood I just didn't care for. And in and this one, I believe the ghost of Christmas past was portrayed by a woman, but it was spoken in the voice of a man. So they they decided to go both ways there. Uh so that was number 8. Number seven. This one is one of the more popular versions of it, and I just didn't really like it. It was 1984's version with George C. Scott. You know, some people uh, think he is the like the definitive version of of Scrooge, and I like the looks of it. I'm not. Uh, it was, you know, very pretty and uh, and pretty much followed the storyline. Except I didn't like uh, George C. Scott's characterization of the of of Scrooge. i at the end, I didn't believe he had changed. I thought it was kind of like a a prison deathbed uh, conversion. Uh, he was he seemed belligerent and defensive all the way up until the point where uh, he saw his tombstone and you know confronting his own death but before that I I didn't see any changes along the way it was it seemed drastic to me Uh, uh, a lot of folks don't agree with that assessment but yeah I I I was disappointed in that version let's see number six 1935 Scrooge was sir Seymour Hicks Uh, unfortunately the only version i could watch was the colorized version and i hate colorized versions of of old black and white movies uh so that that was the the main problem i had with that it uh, the look uh was pretty good except for the colorization Uh, the first half of the movie I, i i really liked and then it kind of fell apart i thought uh and it was a shortened version, it seemed like. They they skipped, even though they stuck with the, the general outline of the story, they left out, it uh, seemed like, lots of parts of it. So that comes in at number six. Oh, let's see, what was five? Five was a 1949 version. It was a TV uh, adaptation with uh, Taylor Helms. Um And to be honest, it was there wasn't anything special about this version, except it was narrated by by Vincent Price, so that bumped it up uh, into the middle of the uh, middle of the pack. So, uh, yeah, I I enjoyed that one mainly because I like Vincent Price. Uh, Let's see, four. Actually, this is a four A. This is one that I did not watch this year. And I'd forgotten that we'd even watched it last year, but uh, Letitia reminded me of it. And it was 2009's version with uh, Guy Pearce as uh, Scrooge. Now, I don't think you can really call this one uh, an adaptation of A Christmas Carol. It is more of a based on kind of story uh they changed a lot uh in the story Uh, but i enjoyed it it was a mini series uh i think done by the bbc and fx uh uh, it was it was it was a darker story and uh but uh mrs cratchit has a lot bigger part in it and uh, there's some witchcraft in it so I really enjoy it. Purists and people that, you know, want it uh, to be strictly a Christmas carol probably didn't like this one. I did, uh, so that comes in at at what I say? Four, four A. Uh, then number four is uh, 1951's *Alistair*, uh, starring Alistair Sim. Uh, yeah that that's a good version it's a it's a really i thought really accurate version it included a lot of uh, scenes that aren't in uh, some of the other versions Uh, in the book uh, the ghost of christmas present uh, shows him a lot more than what you typically see in the movies they go visit uh, uh, a lighthouse some folks on a ship Uh, people in a mine uh, they visit folks all over the world uh, celebrating Christmas Uh, uh, I really enjoyed the look of this one and I thought uh, uh, Alistair did an excellent uh, portrayal of Scrooge so then let's see three is a Chris 1999's a Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart I really I, I like the look of it. Uh, and I thought I liked uh, Stewart's characterization of Scrooge. Uh, so then what's the two Oh two is uh, an audio uh, presentation of it that I actually I just listened to today. I, it it uh, had popped up on Facebook and it is a 2014 reading. Uh, by Neil Gaiman and uh, he read it was a uh, presentation from he read from a copy a rare copy of Dickens uh, book with Dickens own edits and prompts for uh, public readings apparently Dickens did a lot of public readings of his his books and this is one of those copies so it uh, yeah it, it was very good you can find it on spotify is where i where i found it and so then we come to my favorite and uh it's it's a muppet christmas carol starring michael kane uh what can i say muppets michael kane uh it you know it stuck fairly faithfully to the story it didn't have everything in it but uh, and it changed a few things like the way things uh end uh but I like that Michael came, even though he was, uh, you know, starring in a movie with uh, with a bunch of Muppets, uh, he played it straight. Uh, and that was, he said that was the only way he would do it. He was going to play it as a a real movie. And so uh, he did, I thought he did an excellent job. Plus the, the musical score was by far the best of any of them. So there you have it nine actually ten versions of a Christmas Carol uh, maybe you'll go out and watch one tonight uh, so uh, hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and hopefully we'll be doing some more podcasts soon